Okay. Dude, what, what a what a freaking week, man. It has been crazy. Yeah. Can we can we just get the elephant in the room out of the way? We're in a new digs here. This is different, right? This is I mean, I, I want to call it home. I'm I'm really trying to sell it off to you guys, but we are in a new house. This is this is kind of badass, man. So, uh we were uh yeah, we we looked online. I looked online and I kept you know, I, I thought about you, John. You thought about me? Yeah, and it was your birthday coming up soon, and I was mm-hmm. like, what better birthday present can I get, John, uh, than just go out on a limb and start hunting down podcast studios? And I, I first started off in Houston because I was thinking there's no way we're, we're going to have one here in, in town, in Paris. And it's like two minutes from my house. Two minutes. Yeah. We could live here. This is like <laughs> our could, new home. I don't know if to go for that. We just start paying, like, weekly dues, and we could show up here every single day and just come in, hang out. Like, home away from home. I don't feel like that. But. It's beautiful, and, and just not just everything sticking together, sweating like we're, like, in the garage mm-hmm. pod, mm-hmm. you know? That's just that's just making the creative juices just flowing, you know what I mean? Oh, it's juicy. Yeah, it's juicy, right. That's uh, just it's, like, weird it's like Matt's dining room, but better lighting. Yeah, I would say. You, yeah. you don't have Boomer roll, rolling around or Linda and the kids just uh, <laughs> the dropping in the shots, yeah. yeah. So, hey. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Very thankful, very fortunate for the guys over here that are running this podcast studio. So, <laughs> Uh, hopefully it's uh, going to be a beautiful friendship moving forward, and we're looking forward to doing many, many more episodes. That's um, right. Let, let's get into the birthday party we had this weekend for John. I mean, mm, yeah. it was mm. epic. It was awesome. I don't know how much John remembers of it. I had a great time. Dude. I drank a lot. You drank a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all had a mobile bar outside your house. <laughs> with my, with your my kids serving. 17-year-old kid serving alcohol to yeah. us. He was, did a great job. That's like... And it was really good. I, t- I gave him so much money. I was <laughs> so drunk. I was like, here, have another 20. I'm like, what am I doing? I give my money back. <laughs> no yeah. wonder he kept saying 30 more minutes, 30 yeah. more minutes. Oh. Whatever. Yeah, he kept yeah. extending that uh, that last call. He did. Uh, and, you, and you cooked your ass off, right? Uh, the, the I did cook a little bit, yeah. You, you, it was, so did you do the ribs that day? I did. I did uh, two racks at St. Louis, and then um, later on in the evening, we did, what, some wings and some yeah. poppers and... The, I, we almost forgot about the poppers. Those were on there for like two hours. A long time. Yeah. I think yeah. when once we w- pulled them off once thinking they were done, they but were the, the bacon was just kind of rubbery. So rubbery. we had to put them back on again. But it was hot. Like, I mean, literally, <laughs> like, I mean, it, it, if people don't know, the people that are just tuning for the first time, I, we, we're here in the Houston area. Everybody and knows. it's just Texas, everything <laughs> in the south is just melting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, it's an actual drought. Like they said, it hasn't rained in I don't know how long, but it's not good. It's bad. It rained like three minutes the other day. Yeah, I was out of town. I don't know. In, in Pearland. In town. Mm-hmm. For three minutes. I thought we were going to get like some freaking no. tropical something or other. No. It's bullshit. Yeah. It went south. I was joking with a co- coworker the other day. She was like, she rolled outside. and She came and kind of interrupted me a little bit while I was having a conversation with another coworker. I'm like, okay, rude. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Asshole. And, I look in the, on her, her back of her uh, her shirt, and you can see droplets, like, on her back. And uh, she's a smoker. And I'm like, dude, is it raining out there? She's like, yeah. I was like, dude, badass. And then a couple minutes later, I went out and looked, and I was like, there's, like, not a freaking cloud, cloud in the sky. sky. There's I'm one like, single cloud that rolled right. by. I'm like, you went out there, and you, you took your smoke break, and you soaked up all the three, four raindrops that just was <laughs> going to hit the ground. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you very much. Well, it is so hot. Uh, I tell you, so I've had the week, you know, obviously great birthday party. Uh, I tried to recoup Sunday, and I actually went yeah. so hard in the paint on Sunday. Mm. Uh, ended up just hanging out, drinking, um, hanging out with James, 
made for a horrible Monday. Um, wow, I didn't hear anything about this. Yeah. No, and that's what we do, man. We, we get together and we usually don't tell you. you yeah, know? apparently. Two's company, three's a crowd. It's fine. Uh, Can we go back and, oh, hold on. and just mention that yeah. John did not complete his birthday? Like, he fell asleep, like, early? Did it wasn't you? early. I mean, it was like... Did you go to sleep? I mean, what he, is sleep? He disappeared. He pulled, what do you what? call it, the Irish goodbye? He pulled one of those. He was just like... At his own house? Is his own house, and he just went to bed. <laughs> and the, the party was still going on. I'm like... Hey, it's my John party. Go? I do what I want to. Yeah. Well... Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but go back to this heat real quick. It's been so damn hot. I get home um, Tuesday, and I we, we have we're making we, we invite our son home over. Right, he lives in Houston. Uh, our daughter's home from work. Um, our sixteen year old has our boyfriend coming over, and so we're all going to have we're, we're doing like these crockpot tacos, and it, they're delicious, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I get home, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I got off work a little bit early to come home, help help kind of get this thing going. And uh, so I, I rush home, and my son had beat me and already started it, which is fine. I, I, I was happy about that. Started eating or started? Started just getting things together to, to, okay. for cooking, whatever. And I walk in, and I immediately is, I'm hitting the face with this pungent gas smell, right? It's, oh, it's, that's not good. It, not a little bit of gas. I'm talking about, like, a lot of gas, right, to be alarmed. Mm-hmm. So I go over to the stove and I turn the knob and it, you know how you have to push it down and mm-hmm. turn it on. Well, this one, when I turned it, it didn't, I didn't have to push it down. Like it wasn't locked. So I was like, oh man, maybe somebody left the, left the knob on the stove. That's crazy. Okay. Damn. This been, thing's been running all damn day to get this much gas in right. here. Right. Don't let it match. That's not Don't good. Let, that's yeah. No shit. Right. So I immediately open the doors. I don't think anything of it. Clear it out. Um, close the door. I start cooking. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. This is what I do. Right. I just start cooking. So Smell I'm, it again. I'm cooking. I keep smelling gas. I'm like, this is weird, but maybe just trap gas. You know, it's fine. You know, I've aired it out the house. It's whatever. I'm, I'm a professional. Okay. Okay. Fire you're, marshal you're bill. using that loosely. Yeah. It's fine. I'm in, I'm in fire protection. So I, uh, I start cooking. We get done. It's like eight o'clock at night. Amy goes out, throw the ball around with Beasley. She comes in. I go outside. Amy, eight thirty, Right. And I'm like, I'm going to go out, just kind of pick some stuff up, and I hear this. I, when I, well, when I walk outside, I'm hit with this immediately with this, this gas smell. Mm. Outside? Like, outside. Backyard? Yep. Oh. A lot of gas. Mm-hmm. Not a little bit of gas, a lot of gas, right? And then I start hearing this high-pressure, like, hissing noise. Tss, yeah, but, yeah, but, like, blowing crazy, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I walk around the corner, my gas valve outside, I got a one-inch piece of pipe mm-hmm. that is busted and I've got one inch of spray, basically, high-pressure gas spraying out of this freaking regulator. And that's regulated down to, like, what I don't know what it is, 50 pounds of but 50 pounds of pressure mm-hmm. is shooting out of there all damn day. Mm. It was so much. Your gas bill is going to be ridiculous. No, I know, I know. <laughs> Listen, we could have blown up. And that's how people would blow that's their shit too. up, right? Because where it enters the house, uh, it would the, where, where it came undone, it was blowing straight into the, the brick, right? Mm. And since it's lighter than air... It, it travels in there, then it travels up inside of your walls, and then it all of a sudden just filters out into your house, right? Ooh, your attic was probably full Dude, of that shit. one spark. One and you're in there cooking. One effing spark. And we, we're not blowing, we're not blowing ourselves up. We're, it's like, I've seen, I've seen a house do this before. It, it's like there's no brick left. Yeah. It's just a fucking, com- I'm sorry. Uh, a what? A, yeah, a concrete pad. That's what would have been left, okay? It, it, this thing would have filled up and blown up, right? So freaking lucky. So I'm thinking, like, whatever. So I stayed home the next day, tried to get it back together for a couple of hours, then ran back to work. Well, I actually got it back together. 
dude, I've been fighting with that damn thing for freaking three days. I finally finished it. Still leaking? Yeah, I put it back together and it was leaking still, but it was like microfine Bro, bubbles. Bro, a plumber. No, I did it today. It's fine. Okay. I put some uh, soapy water on it. So Oh, it's probably fine then. Probably, soapy water fixes everything. It is probably what is good. What's wrong with this? You, you got that gas tape that you just like, like the plumbing yeah, tape. Teflon the shit out of it. Yeah, it yeah, it's just yeah Teflon tape. I did that. It fixes fine. everything. It, it Flex does. seal. Mm-hmm. I had, you used PVC, did you? <laughs> I used duct tape. So, because that's, anyways. Yeah. So, I got in an argument with my wife last night, mm-hmm. and then this morning as well, and then this afternoon. So, now she's at the house, and I'm like, I don't care if it Should blows have left up. it loose. Fine. Just blow it yeah. up. On an unrelated note, we may be looking for a new uh, host to fill Jan's spot next week. <laughs> I'm not going like, to jail, so. am I? Hey, listen, no, you're probably going to go to heaven or somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Anyways, fun. look, I'm saying that was this close. This close. And uh, one of our friends, where I was actually talking to her yesterday, and she was like, this happened to one of my friends. And they all died. The whole family. Shut the hell the up. The entire family died. Jeez Louise. It blew the entire house up. The entire family. Did you see the video just recently of the house blowing? I don't know if it was the same thing or not. That's a it gas looked, leak. It looked like it. Did you see it? It was like in Pittsburgh or something. The house, like, it was caught on somebody else's ring camera, yeah. like, two blocks away. And you it see this house just disintegrated. obliterated. It disintegrated. That's, yeah. that's what I, that's what would have happened to me. Bro. I know. Yeah. That's exciting. Is it exciting? <laughs> yeah, it You'd have been viral as shit. I, well, I'm on somebody else's ring camera for sure. Oh, yeah. I'd, so. I'd, have, been, I'd have been calling Mike the next day. But oh. like, hey, you get that on your ring? He's got it on there. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loaned me the five uh. inches. Yeah, so. in all serious though, I'm I'm glad you're not. Yeah, yeah, me too. Blown up. Me too. Mm. Hey guys, James Grabber of the Brisket. Hey, uh, thank you for tuning in. Welcome into the show. We got a beautiful episode planned for you guys today. So today it's all about open categories in competition barbecue, our personal experiences, uh, things that we think that might be um, what'll work, yeah, what'll work, yeah, and, 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 and the, some of the crappy stuff we've done. Right, well, and we not have just done that, some shitty things, but it's it's more than just like, do you want to follow the norm, like because. And I think, and obviously, we'll, we'll get into it. We're but like, get it's, into it's it. the it's the same plates you see everybody trying to turn in, and you're just copycatting, or mm-hmm. or are you trying to go off on your own and create something? It's a tricky, it's a tricky, slippery little it is. whatever. And, and and what I like about the open is that yeah, it doesn't go towards your grand champion. It doesn't go towards your reserve or anything else. What it does is it tells you that this is an open category that I put everything into, and it's like head cook against head cook. Yeah, on, on, on you kind of feel like want. if you win this, like. Yeah, you beat me in the barbecue stuff, but maybe I'm a better cook than you. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, get I, it. I game plan better. Right. right. You know, I'm, a, I'm just, yeah, that's what the open, the open's anything you want. That's what's so good about it. I agree. We'll so, get into that. We're going to get into that. And then uh, what else we got? Uh, so I, I came across a pretty interesting story. We'll get into this, this interesting story. I always come up with these weird little stories, and it kind of has a little bit of a barbecue twist. I try to find something that, that, that had a little weird plus a little barbecue. Have you heard about the great emu wars what the great emu wars i think i did i think i've i think emu. I've, yeah i think i've heard this is it emu how are e- you saying i'm that? saying emu emu, em- emu? am i saying it incorrectly em- is it emu or emu i don't think we have to get into that right now <laughs> i don't 
I don't think that's a thing. Right. It's like it's, a, it's like an E and then whatever a cow sound makes. Yes, yeah, right. Exactly. So <laughs> let, let's get into the story. So th- this story happens kind of post World War One. Uh, the setting is Australia. You got a lot of soldiers. Is this real life or a movie? No, it's real life. Okay, I, I think I've heard of this. I've never either heard Either way, of this. if it was a movie, I think I, I'm like, I think I've heard of this. So okay. yeah. we're, we're on the same page. Yeah, he's yeah. heard okay. of it either way. Go ahead. So uh, a lot of the returning soldiers coming back from uh, World War I, uh, getting home, I think they had some type of program or some type of initiative that was set up there in Australia where the soldiers returning home were getting uh, par- parcels of land. Uh, I don't. They were getting land. I don't know how much land they were getting, in it, but they were – they were farming. I think they were growing wheat um, at that time. Weed? Wheat. Okay. Wheat. Wheat. Um, like, damn. And they came across, okay, two issues that, that reared its ugly head during that particular time. One of them was the Great Depression. Yep. And then wheat, uh, well, everything just kind of like plummeted. Sure. Um, also, these farmers were faced with this epic battle of emus destroying their crops and so what what uh, basically and i'm i'm kind of paraphrasing this article that i read what, what uh, country I really is this did, australia i didn't know they had a great depression at the same time in australia is that everywhere was everyone had a great i thought it was like just like, i thought it was the united just states here. yeah that's what i thought i didn't you, know you everybody gotta, had a great depression. you gotta get out more man i think you no you don't fucking know don't that, talk to me you like gotta that. get out more <laughs> you don't know listen read a book Shut the hell up. read a book <laughs> no or something shit. like i don't want to tell hey, you like, hey beer bitch will you yeah, give me another beer? i will uh, i'll get you another beer don't worry about that okay so uh and just the the the, the volume of emus that that crashed down onto this region and they all came in from the, the, the I guess, the coastal areas. Right. 20,000 emus yeah. just flooded. And, and these, these soldiers, they're like, holy shit, like, we're having a problem here. This is, and uh, they're like, okay, we need to contact the military. And so they, that's what I they did. I thought they were the military. They're retired. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, so they, they, they contact the military, and then they're like, okay, hey, I'm just like, we got you, bro, you know? So they, they sent a couple of soldiers, and... I think they only send like two machine guns with about a 10,000 rounds. And I can't remember the name of the, uh, the machine machine gun that, that they sent. I saw a picture of it. It's pretty, pretty weird looking. It's like a it's, Gatling gun. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's the barrel on the end of it's like this big around. It's like very just long and, and the barrels open. But anyways, um, yeah. So they, these, these soldiers get there and they don't, they don't mention how many soldiers, but they get there and then it's like, they're just like mowing down these emus, you know, whatever. But, the emus were a little too fast and a little too agile for them. Wait, are the emus attacking? Or are they just trying to get, get the food? Or what is happening? What is the emus? The e- emus? They're destroying the farmers' do? crops. They're, they're busting open uh, gates, pens, uh, the, the 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 rabbits. Everything is just going in rampant, just eating up can everything. I, can I just can I stop you real quick? Yes. Like, I thought Australia. Maybe this is when Australia started to turn more like Texas. Because I, I always you think thought they were tougher. I'm just saying, like. If this happens in Texas, you got about, I don't know, 10 million hunters are like. Right. Everybody has going inside to get their gun. I got you, bro. I'm getting to that. <laughs> okay. To that. Right. And he said barbecue. So are they starting to cook these things? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let, let, me, let me get into the rest of the story. So yeah, dude. Uh, they burned through about 10,000 rounds, like quick. Mm. And they were only, I think they estimated they only probably wounded and killed maybe about 1,000 of them. Mm. So they're just running rapid. And then basically, they were like, well, um, we're leaving. We're out of here. And so they leave. So, and all of a sudden they come up with this initiative. Like, uh, they put bounty out on these emus. So yeah. these, these local hunters, farmers are like, 
all right, cool, bounty. I get paid, and I can eat this animal. And it basically, it kind of started. And I, it, it it goes into say I don't know if they really started the whole fad on eating emu, but it, apparently, it's like a really lean meat that's very high in protein and it's very gamey. But they just started going out there whacking them like, hey, this is what we're eating, and then they're just throwing them on a barbecue, cooking them. I'm sure they probably have now on the Barbie, the Barbie. Uh, yeah, there it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a great um, emu war of like 1932 or 19. 19- so ironically, I just watched a TikTok video where some lady like walked in and she had this huge like ostrich leg or emu leg, and she dunks it in water or, or oil or something, just a foot, and she pulls it out. The next thing you know, she seasons everything up, and then she ends up, like, grilling it and then putting it in, like, this pot where it's, like, or this barrel where it's, like, got coals down below, and they end up hanging this leg in there. And then they pull it out, and they end up wrapping it all up and putting it back in there. It was weird, but the meat just shredded off, but it, it just it just didn't look like I'd try it. it I mean, I'll eat it. I yeah. eat, I eat I alligator. It's turkey, right? I eat alligator tongue, man. <laughs> I'll eat anything, but I'm tongue? just saying. Yeah. Was that, was that at my house? Yeah. I don't even remember the tongue being there. Well, yeah. Okay. I cut it out, and I, I was like, well, we already smoked it. Let me just try it. I mean, you can't waste it. And then I wanted to research. I was like, is this bad for you? <laughs> Am I going to die? <laughs> yeah. Is there, like, alligators have, like, bacteria and shit? I don't I'm know. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I just eat the poisonous part. Yeah. Uh, I have a question, and this is not related to emus, but you mentioned earlier crockpot tacos. What the hell is crockpot tacos? Uh, it'll change your life. I mean, is, is it actually tacos in a crock pot, or is it just like a mix of shit that you're calling crock pot tacos? So it's what you make. It's everything you like. So it's like your. So we did chicken. So it's like uh, you put your chicken in there and you like your all your ingredients and whatever else, mm-hmm. and you just turn it on, and then you end up immersing like, or shredding it everything up, and you have shredded tacos already basting and ready for you. And then you're putting it onto a tortilla? Well, so we did uh, tostadas, and then we did uh, crunchy tacos with it. Um, Yeah. It sounds good. They're delicious. John, were you thinking it was just a crock pot full of just tacos? I was wondering, like, Like my wife makes crock pot enchiladas, but it's like, you know, it's got, like, all the tortillas and everything in there. So I'm like, tacos, wouldn't that shit get a little mushy? Are you talking about (laughs) jack-in-the-box mini tacos? I don't know what's happening right now. I think what you do, you you cook them in the crock pot first, and then you got to bust them out and then put them in the air fryer to crisp them up. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> Same. Cut them out into little cubes. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But, mm. uh, John, do do we have any barbecue news today to share to the listeners? Yes, yes. It's the uh, hot off the grill barbecue news, and this is brought to us by the MBBQA and the Barbecue News Magazine. Our buddy over there, Kel Phelps. Uh, I got a couple of different things for us. Uh, Lockhart. Lockhart, Texas, November 4th and 5th is going to be an awesome weekend. Live music, live fire, and all the barbecue you can eat. Uh, Saturday, they're going to have the Barbecue World's Fair in downtown Lockhart. They're going to have uh, some of your old favorites and some of the newcomers. I don't know if you know, they had the recent uh, 25 new and improved barbecue joints. Some mm-hmm. of those folks are going to be out there. And then on Sunday, they're going to have the, uh, uh, down at the Lockhart City Park, the annual event, uh, you know and love, 40 of the top 50 barbecue joints in Texas are going to be out there slinging barbecue. So... I don't know if you've followed the show for more than five minutes, you've heard of the top 50 barbecue joints. 40 of them are going to be at this event. So you get to try a lot of different shit. Uh, and I'll have a, a little link down below for y'all if you don't want to check that out. I, I think I like the, I like what they're doing, uh, but it's like Texas Monthly, right? I don't know if it's hosted by them or what, but yes, the, the, the top 50, obviously, yeah, that's, that's Texas Monthly. But, but there, you know, there's a whole thing right now, and there's like a so, whole subculture of, of people that like that travel. And like to travel out to all the locations and have uh, 
the barbecue at each top mm-hmm. 50. Yeah, right? they have like a bingo card in the magazine. You they can do. Like get them all stamped or whatever. That's right. And and if when you're putting all 40 of them out there, I think it just takes away. And also, well, I think they do it a little bit differently. I think I don't think they're all just rolling out their whole menu. Brisket, ribs. I don't think they're I think they just craft a just a serving size or whatever it is. Maybe you're getting burnt ends at this place mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. or you're getting like the pulled pork sandwich, like or slider or something you're like that. Me hungry I don't think shit. you get just everywhere you go. You're just like, oh, I want to try brisket from all of them. I don't know if necessarily you get it's that. Probably I could not, be wrong. No, yeah, no, you you're get, probably right. You get Hurtado's barbecue. I mean, you're probably going to get some maybe with like maybe a, a bit of taco with a little brisket meat in there. I I don't know. I yeah. do have a little list here that that shows like Hurtado. who's going to be there. I'm not going to read the whole list, but Hurtado's is on it. Burnt bean is on it. Killens is on it. Uh, the burnt bean uh, man. If you're not going there. Yeah, Panther That's, City, Mimsy's is on it. There's there's a lot of our friends that we've we've hooked up with and talked to that are that are going to be out there slinging their barbecue. And again, we'll have we'll have a link where you can buy some tickets. So if you like Texas barbecue, this is going to be a cool event. Um, That's badass. Next up, we got the uh, we talked about this last week MBBQA conference coming up San Antonio, uh, January 31st through February 3rd. Again, we'll put the link down below. If, get signed up for that. Yes, get signed up. If you're wanting to come out, and I know that, you know, if you want to come hang out with us. We right? will be there. If you want some, like, tidbit information. I'm using James's word now. Get, get out of mm. my head, dude. Um, yeah, but this is, it's going to be the river walk. It's fun. It's, it's going to be cool, right? Mm-hmm. In, in, weather-wise. It's February. Yeah, uh, yeah, end of January, beginning of February. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be cool outside. We're not in that Texas heat wave anymore. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. And if you show up, we'll give you a free koozie. How about that? <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see, see if we have any yeah, left. Yeah. $1,000 you spent to get up there, well worth it. <laughs> right. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next thing, Q Barbecue Fest. I think we talked about I think they did this last year. They're doing it again. Uh, this is going to be at AT&T Stadium up there in Dallas, Fort Worth, whatever. I think they do other events at the AT&T Stadium, too. Yep. I don't know. Uh, October 7th and 8th, 30,000 pounds of meat will be smoked. Uh, and I, apparently this is a thing now because we talked about they did one in Denver. They did mm-hmm. one, I don't remember, somewhere else. Uh, but, again, we'll, we'll put a link down there so you can get your, your tickets to that. I don't know if we'll be at that event, but it does sound like a good event. It's a lot of meat, 30,000 pounds. That is an extremely large amount of meat. Yep. Yeah. Uh, last thing I got here. Uh, our our I don't know if you guys have seen this. We're doing a big ass freaking giveaway right now. We've teamed up with Smoker Builder and a whole shit ton of other people. Uh, we're calling it the Brisket Boys Summer Wrap Up. Over twenty three hundred dollars worth of barbecue goodness that we're giving away. Different prizes, barbecue related. It, it's not getting piecemealed out. This is going to one person. Well, yeah, one person. One person is going to get yeah. hooked up fat right now. We're talking about smokers. We're talking about mm-hmm. swag. We're talking about just any seasonings. Go seasonings. Yes. Go go look at it. This is everything you need to get started day one cooking on anything. Yes. I will, I'll give you a real a real brief rundown of some of the stuff that's included. I'm not going to go yeah. through this whole list because this whole list is three pages. That's right. Of shit that we're having sent out to somebody. Curveball Whiskey, our friends over there, they're giving out whiskey, a whole bunch of swag from them. Jealous Devil is giving out multiple bags of charcoal starters. They're smoking wood. Uh, Onyx, they're bichotan. I think is that they're, say it they're, again? they're, they're I can't, I'm not going to say it just again. Say it again. <laughs> nope. I'm not going to no, say it's it. Like it's like I didn't hear you. Logs. There'll be a link. There'll be a link down below. If you want to see exactly what it is. Can you say it again? Uh, Thermoworks. Oh, Thermoworks. Yeah. They're giving away uh, one of their smoke eggs with their billows, which works really great with the drum smoker, which smoker builder is including smoker into the giveaway. Builder, dude. Let's yep. go, Our buddy man. Frank. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be in there. Our buddy hooks over there. Uh, he's including some rubs. That's right. 
and our buddies from Grow Your Ass Off, they're throwing in some rubs. And then uh, Heifer Hog Hen, we, we just recently met them, but they're including two prime briskets, two uh, of their 14-day dry-aged uncured bacon, uh, bacon wrap filet mignons, two 16-ounce New York steaks, and two 32-ounce ribeye steaks. These are two-inch thick freaking steaks. I got one in my freezer. Well, how do you get one? You bought it? Well, they like me more okay. than they like you. So uh, how, how do you... This is this is what I'm talking about. Here's the thing: about, I do all the stuff. I need so. you to change your mailing address to <laughs> right. maybe my mailing address. Right. Do we'll, all the stuff, and you get all the stuff. Right. If you do, do the stuff, you get the stuff. I got to do more. That's how it works. You're reading say between the, the lines. You say got the it. word. Yes, yes. Just so, say the word. Quit, quit messing around. It, yeah, well, yeah, this steak looks amazing. We also have one of their shrimp steaks in my freezer, and a huge freaking rack of their beef back ribs. Yep. We're gonna cook all this shit. All this content is coming. When Check out our social media. Okay, but, it's happening. Yes, it is happening. And that's all I got for the hot off the grill barbecue news. Yes, yeah. That's where our friends over here are going to they're gonna kick in that. I know. Yeah. I love it. All right, guys. Hey, yeah. let's step aside a little bit and uh, pay the bills. Hey, you there. We've got a question for you. Are you tired of clickbait stories and the loudest voices driving discussions in culture and entertainment? If so, I'm Dylan. I'm Kendall. And I'm Corey, and we host the podcast From the Middle. We're middle-class guys living in the middle of America, in the middle chapters of our lives with points of view somewhere in the middle. We take a more reasonable and centrist approach in our discussions covering genres like comedy, culture, entertainment, and interviews with really interesting folks like business owners, comic creators, doctors, news anchors, New York Times best-selling illustrators, professional stand-up comics, and more. We really value a relaxed and conversational podcast. One that we hope is so fun and laid back, you'll forget you're not actually hanging out with us. So search at From the Mid Pod, just like it sounds, or check us out everywhere you can find podcasts. 2023 Rubs of Honor started taking entries right now, and that'll go through October the 2nd. Hey, find the entry form. All the rules, all that stuff's at barbecuenews.com. And, man, the contest itself's real simple. Anybody can enter, whether your stuff's homemade, commercially available, does not matter. A winner in each category will get $300 cash, and the runner-up gets $200 cash. The winner in each category also gets custom-made plaque. The choice of having their stuff co-packed and ready for commercial through Cory Valley Foods or if it's already commercially available you get a $750 contract with Barbecue News magazine so it's your choice there the $300 first place $200 runner-up that's cash money hey you gotta enter to win it and anybody can enter hey man grabbing the brisket guys you guys have a cold one on me you guys keep it smoking and we'll see you soon Hey guys, I'm Frank Cox. I'm from smokerbuilder.com and they call me the barbecue pit engineer. And I want to welcome you to the first of my new segment on the Grab Them in the Brisket podcast called Frank Knows What's Wrong With It. And what my goal is on this part of the podcast is to give you some kind of insight into daily problems that we might have with barbecue related equipment or restaurants, you know, barbecue restaurants. I got about 28 years in the food equipment industry and uh, refrigeration and HVAC. Plus, I've been building pits for about 16 years now. So anyway, I would like to answer your questions and all I need is a little bit of help from you. 
I've got topics that I'm going to throw at it. Uh, I've got a lot of topics, but I really want to keep it relevant to what you guys want. So if you don't mind, use the Brisket Boys helpline there. Uh, I think one of them boys will probably put the phone number up here and uh, call in. You can leave voicemails. You can uh, whatever. You can text it, I think, whatever they tell you to do. And uh, let them know what you have issues with. And I'll be glad to take those questions and answer them for you. Um, anyway, appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And uh, I want to help you fix it. So make sure and send me all your questions. Thanks. All right, we're back. Um, so let, let's jump, jump right in. We're going right into the deep end. Head first. Open categories at barbecue competitions. Yeah. It's a... Uh, I'd say it's kind of our nemesis a little bit to a certain extent because we had a little bit of success early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like one of the first ones like I came time. to. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've been chasing the, the white dragon ever Every, since. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we did Austin. Austin, we, 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 we did uh, pretty good. Did pretty Was good there. 12th? Twelfth overall, twelfth overall. So yeah, one hundred and eighty teams or some shit. So that was the uh, that was the the uh, beef rib beef rib that was uh, deboned, sliced, and then cubed. laid cu- yeah. or cubed back up, put back onto the bone on a bed of uh, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese that was off right? the damn hook. Yeah. So that was really good. I, and that's that's kind of one of the things I was thinking about last night or the other day. Was thinking like just the open category itself, and then how much work that we put into that one little box. Mm-hmm. It was like ten hours of work. It was ridiculous. Ten good. hours that, that of work. That was a really great box. Went into that little bitty box for an open category, and that's when I started thinking. I was like, "Man, this this is the one that it. You can be as creative as you want, or or, or you can just throw something in a box, and you still have a chance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, if it tastes really good, like you're getting marked really well, right? You know what I mean? Like, that's it, what it comes down to. It is. It and also has to be kind of versatile. It has to be something everybody's going to be cool with, right? If yeah. you you throw emu leg in there. Is it some emu people are, or emu? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll just keep talking James, about it. James, do you say it again? Yeah, James? No. Emu. Okay. Okay. It's, not, it it's not. He said it wrong. He said it. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, I think I think the beef rib was, I think it hits everybody. Nobody doesn't like beef rib, right? Like, that's, that was part of it. But I think what you're saying is, is that stepping outside the box? Because the last time we had success was out there at the Alvin Music Festival, I think, when we did the, uh, the steak and... Steak and, tr- steak and shrimp. Steak and shrimp. Bacon wrapped shrimp with the we had the spicy apricot glaze on it. Second place, 150 teams, and that was. But that was that's inside the box. That's like that's what everybody does steak, right? Everybody's steak and shrimp. It's it's the surf and turf is like the it's like that's the thing you do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the, but shockingly, I think like the year after that, only fish one, fish one like two years yeah. in a row, and I was thinking, I, I mean, I like fish. But I did not expect it to win the open category. I don't believe it. I think it's bullshit. I think people are lying to you. I think people are saying they're doing fish, yeah. and they're doing something else. Hmm. I think they're making shit up. Yeah. Because you don't know. Nobody I was going to say, there's a lot of buttheads out there. Like, yeah. They never give you the... Uh, the I mean, they always ask you, hey, what, the, <laughs> yeah. the first place winner gets up there, hey, what would you cook? Uh, Pop-tarts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, so yeah. I get that. Okay. Jerk. Okay. Yeah. I get that. And, and maybe there's some truth to there, but I, but <clears throat> I heard the one guy go into the, what he did, and when he was that elaborate, I was like, he cooked that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he, he, he gave a pineapple glazed. I mean, he, he went into a details of, of, of what he did or grilled smoke. Mahi, mahi. Yeah. With something. And maybe maybe <clears throat> some of them are, but I don't think everybody's doing fish sticks or whatever the fuck they're saying. I don't think that's <laughs> right. accurate. Fish yeah. sticks. It is re- it's regional, right? Come I on. mean, we're, we're here uh, close to the coast. I know seafood is very popular. So maybe yeah. it's just kind of regional type deal, but. 
beef ribs are always king yeah. because everybody loves a brisket and you can't serve brisket in the open because right. that's the one of the main categories. That, and they're like, that's the one that's rule, close. right? So, so just we'll, we'll touch on that real quick. So the, the rule is you, you can't turn anything in. It's part of the main category turn-ins. So right. brisket, ribs, chicken, uh, pulled pork, right? right? Those cannot be turned in. Yeah. And then if you think about it, Beef rib in a one-bite challenge, how the hell do you beat a beef rib in one bite? Beef rib is hard to eat a lot of because it's so rich, but in one bite, you can't beat that shit. I'm going to turn into a burger next and time. We, we went 100%. <laughs> I'm going to give a shout-out here. Aaron Leslie at Texas Oil Dust, the year before, he had told us about his, and he did really he did really well out there in the open at Austin, and he had done a beef rib and told us all about what he did. He did, We were yeah. like, we're doing that shit next year. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he, didn't, he ended up doing something different, didn't he? No, I, I think he know. did. I think he did the same time. thing, but he he came in like, I think we were twelve and he was like fifteenth or something. Like we were right there, like. Okay. Maybe he brought us down because we had two of the same things. Like, damn it, Aaron! Don't get your, 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 your life together. A beef rib is a beef rib. So, uh, Aaron, mm-hmm. like, which we got to get Aaron back on the podcast. Uh, I, I think he's super awesome. He's he's so dedicated to barbecue and everything else. But he he, and he he's doing the butcher shop, right? Mm-hmm. He, he has. To, we, have, have we ordered anything from him yet? Not yet. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to reach out to him. I, I'm going to place an order or something. I, I'm just curious of how. I, I think he's got a. I think he's got a really good product. Um, oh, oh yeah. he's sourcing a really good product mm-hmm. right now. You know what I mean? So speaking of butcher shops, can I give a quick shout out to our buddy Perry Brooks? Mm-hmm. Okay. He just he just landed a new gig over here at what I forget the Stone um, Cold Meats. Stone Cold Meats down here in League City. So he's going to be like their head butcher or manager or some shit. Yeah, head manager, I think. Yeah. Really? Is, yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to go there all the time. Every day. Every I'm just gonna day. Send us messages like, come on. What up, Perry? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So anybody and everybody here in the Houston area, uh, swing by Stoke Old Meats. Uh, there it is. Perry a shout. Ask for Perry. Tell him you want the grabbing brisket discount, <laughs> which is 0% off. Right. Hey, no, no. No, no. Just ask for the discount. Don't worry. <laughs> just <laughs> wink at him. Right. He'll hook you up. Yeah, yeah, just wink. My boy Perry will hook yeah. you up. Right. Smack <laughs> him on the butt. He loves it. You'll pay 20% more. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. So what, what, let's talk about really quick some of the do's and don'ts. Uh, is there something that you just don't absolutely don't want to do? Uh, yeah, I think there are things you don't like want to do. Like, like there probably is. Obviously, you don't want to do anything that you like. I, I try to Google and, like and nothing gamey. Yeah. Um, and, and I just don't think I don't, and it's got to be versatile. That's right. Like I said. I mean, but people are putting turning in spaghetti. I mean, people are turning in like there's. That's, that's dumb what that is. No, I, but smoked spaghetti. You ever had it? No. no. Who the with, fu- it keeps yeah, falling through the grates. With Cooked with brisket? <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk to you, man. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I think it's funny. It's it, like, it is. <laughs> so I, I Googled. I tried, to, I tried to search. I tried to go through all my little uh, avenues to, to look at some of this information as far as the top suggested turn-ins for this. Um, and maybe it's just Google. Maybe Google's just off his rocker or whatever. But it was like game game meat, yep. so venison, uh, that type of stuff, bacon wrapped, anything. So I, I, I think that's true, though. I mean, yeah. so like in every box, like we're bacon wrapping shrimp. We've done poppers. We've done um, obviously we've done a steak with ra- bacon wrapped around it. We've done bacon wrapped around pork loin. Like so, yes, yeah. uh, we've done stuffed pork loins and, and those medallions. usually do. Pretty good. I, I don't know if I've seen yeah. one win at all, but the stuffed pork loins and you stuff them with cheese or boudin or whatever the hell you want to stuff them with, they they tend to do pretty well. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I I think you're right, but it's hard to get the bacon and the the pork loin. That's the tricky part. 
Yeah, so you really have to like cook the pork loin and then pull it, wrap it in the bacon, put it back on, season it, and then have everything kind of finish. Yeah. It's always too crumbly. It's, the bacon's always overcooked. It's burnt. I feel like the bacon's always undercooked. Like it doesn't ever get stuck, like it doesn't ever stiffens up because it's on the on that moist piece of meat. You know what I mean? Like it's always just like. No, you get like it. Out, outside's kind of like okay. little crispy. Yeah, like if you put underneath. enough glaze on it, it's good. But yeah. yeah, the rest of it's just like bubble gum. That's the key. If, if you take a brown sugar or some type of glaze mm-hmm. that you can put on sugar. there, let it caramelize, and you're going to have millionaire bacon wrapped around whatever, right? Yeah. Which yeah. I, I think is. So, yes, I would agree with that statement. Bacon yeah. wrapped anything. Put bacon, just throw some bacon in the damn box. I haven't chew on that and, and whatever else, you know. But I, I do think there is, I think it's getting more and more intricate, uh, the open categories. And you're starting to see, uh, I think because of YouTube and because of social media, people are, are becoming better cooks and better chefs because they're able to practice at home making this fine dining, you know. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's that's what's been transforming with anything with all the social media. Like work on a car, I YouTube it. Work on whatever, yeah. I YouTube it. Now I'm TikToking it sometimes because I, I don't want to watch a 10 minute video. <laughs> I want to watch a 30 second video. You know, my attention span has gotten, you know, whatever. But but I, I think the 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 cool thing about the open is that you can be intricate as much as you want, or not as much, right? And you still have the same chance of winning as long as you're serving something killer, right? Right. Uh, open category. Yeah, obviously, you're not doing a dessert, so it's going to be a protein of some sort, and and or some vegetables and potatoes. But you have, you've got people boiling potatoes and running it through a masher and 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 getting a super fine potato, mm-hmm. and they're they're doing almost like a, um, what is it? A roast, a roast, a chopped roast with gravy and potato and carrots and God, you know what I mean. Hungry. I know. Right? It's something insane. People are going, they're going all out. They're, they're spending mm-hmm. all day on an open category. We're used to, we used to spend like 30 minutes and whatever we had left over right. is what we used to do for an open. You know what I mean? Right. And now it's gotten to be so intricate. You're like, dude, open is where it's at. Right. The, the it one, is fun. One of the takeaways that I got, it's, a, it's truly one of the categories, if not the only category on there that where you can truly showcase your culinary skills. Yeah. And you and you're going up against everybody else's. And I, being a pit master and being somebody that can uh, man a pit and manage a fire is is challenging and difficult enough. Is, but the whole culinary side of it, being able to to, to play with flavors and uh, combine flavors to, to create something yeah. that's just uh, overwhelming magical that it just knocks everybody's socks off and you're like okay first place you're like that is that's awesome that's pretty yeah. good it is yeah i and, and I, I, we've got some success and i think john i mean honestly i think open is like your thing you know what i mean like i think you, i've just cooked it more than anybody else i think you guys were so burnt out on it by the time i got on the team that everyone was like yeah go ahead john nobody wants to yeah, fucking nobody do that. wants to do that right, right? And, and but you've taken it and now i'm like Damn, dude, we just spent ten hours making well, the last one. You and I did together. We did we, the we beef did. rib and the mac and cheese, and it was amazing. I thought it was really good too, and but uh, and we deserve first place. And Austin clearly got it wrong, mm-hmm. um, but you know what can you do? You know, you show up next year, you compete again. How many cookers were at Austin? Close to 200. So, uh, two hundred. So, two hundred entries, one eighty, one ninety, somewhere around there, right? Think about this. They had several open categories that they did. They did the open, then they did a sauce competition. Mm-hmm. Right? They did a Bloody Mary competition. I think they did a bean competition out there, didn't they? They did a bean competition. I think they did do a bean competition. Whoa. Who got first place? 
Uh, that would be us. Let's go. Right. Hey, I got a video. Uh, we did. We got first place uh, beans out of like almost 200 entries. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's nothing to sneeze about. Right. Uh, we got ninth place on, on our sauce. <laughs> right. That, that we so burnt funny. the first one. Yes. That was what? the second round of sauce. Second. And the first one was better than the second one. Like the first one was money. I'm not going to lie to you. It was, I was Nobody so, else tasted it. We'll have to take your word for it. So I was so, my aggravation level. For that cook-off, guys, I want you to know, like, I I was in it, right? I, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get faded. I'm not going to just be a shithead. I'm not going to whatever. I was running around yeah. grinding. We were all surprised. We were. Oh, <laughs> we were. <laughs> Same motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. So I'm just saying, like, it was, it, I, it, at moments, I felt like, I, at moments, I feel like I was wrangling cats with you guys. That's what I felt like. And we I'm were like, on our game, bro. No, I know we were. We were. And then, uh, obviously, uh communication level which kind of died down and was it you that didn't turn it off somebody didn't turn it off who, who didn't no, turn it off me and matt were still there and i didn't i didn't even know it was to on so i didn't matt. know to turn it off it was matt yeah i'm like He's hey, not here we can i was play like hey matt. watch That's this fine. right here don't let it whatever okay great I'm, I'm off running off trying to get i don't know what the hell i'm trying to do i'm trying to do something it, it was important right I'm sure it was come back burnt freaking sauce like it was like black yeah black mm-hmm. I, did, I it took me like 10 minutes to clean the pan to make the other sauce, rushed ninth place though. That's pretty ninth good. Ninth place, it's out all right. of, yeah, it is all right. Out of, out of like, I don't know how many entries there were. Several for the, thousand. The, the tomato. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I'm just saying, but but that's when I started really thinking about the opens was last this this last year at, at Austin. So I was like, dude, we we did pretty good in the in the opens, but look how many different ones we had. And the only one we didn't do was the Bloody Mary. And this that's year, some bullshit. And this year, they they split it, right? They split it and said, okay, you can turn in an elaborate setup, or you can turn in just the Bloody Mary. The, right. We'll judge you just on the Bloody Mary, or we'll judge you in the competition if you want to build. Okay, last year, ridiculously over the they, top. They built a some. First of all, I thought I walked into an art museum. Yeah, they had one where there was like stuffed possums playing basketball. I was like, what is I, happening? It was so intricate when I walked through, and I walked around everything. I never once saw Bloody Mary anything. I walked out of the building. I was like, hey, so where's the Bloody Marys? And they were like, oh, right behind you. I was like, what do you, but where are they? Where, <laughs> it looked like dioramas from like a, a science fair or something. Where's it at? <laughs> right? Because when I walked through, there was a, uh, a a block of ice that somebody had carved out and did an ice skating ring on top of it. Mm-hmm. And there was a Bloody Mary frozen lake underneath it that you couldn't even really see. And, and the guy, t- you turned a little knob and you poured ice cold Bloody Mary out of this thing with... with figurines ska- skating on the ice it was mm. i was like what the freaking right. and hell you is ran this in shit? there with a the red solo cup with the bloody mary in dude it. <laughs> i walked in i went i went to this uh this market that was close to us right there and i went and bought one of these ceramic dishes and i i made this it was like this big right mm-hmm. and I, I, I made an entire bloody mary and brought it in so i my entry is sitting on a table it looks like this right here it was like this by itself <laughs> all this room right and then everybody else has these elaborate setups yeah. everywhere else yeah. around. They're huge. Like, it yeah. is ridiculous. Like, it's little Timmy's, like, volcano. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, exactly. That's a great project yeah. sitting right next to it that just, like, explodes Bloody Mary. Exactly. That's a great idea, actually. We should probably do something like that. So I just saw today that they have the uh, keg, mm-hmm. right? You, you can get those little pony kegs, pull out the top, and you can pour in Bloody I Mary mix. This. Yeah. I'm yes. like, uh, you need to get one of those. Yeah. We're doing it. That sounds awesome. We're doing so, it. So to kind of, like, Recap or kind of wrangle up and, and kind of recap and, and put this whole um, you're trying to go open to oh, category. You're trying to take it down? I'm trying to move it. Move okay, along. he's keeping it. it moving. Move I'm it. Trying move to, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. 
So it, what's doing open? <laughs> exactly. So a lot of our successes come with steaks, yeah. beef ribs. Uh, it's it's going to be one thing. It's, I guess the piece of advice that we always give to everybody, go judge an open. And you know what? It's very difficult to mm. get into these competitions to be able to judge the open because that's usually the people of the people, the competition people that are putting Everybody on. wants to judge. Yeah, That's, that's the one what they want to judge. Yeah. Nobody There's wants to really judge no chicken. open spots. Yeah. I'd like to just be on a fly on a wall just to see what comes in there because I can like, oh, okay, yeah, no, we got 25 beef ribs, okay, uh, mm-hmm. 25 steaks, shrimp. Yeah. You get kind of an idea. I don't think it's beef ribs. I don't, I don't think people are spending. Just, I'm just saying, I don't think beef ribs is the one that everybody's turning in. I think it's more pork. I think you're getting related. a handful. I think you're getting more steak than anything else. Yeah. If you are going to turn in steak, it better be the it better be the best damn steak. I know. And if you're going to do a surf and turf, don't overcook the damn shrimp. Dude, I know. Yeah. That's like the. Like those, that's the two things. It's got to be right? the best bite, and that it goes with any barbecue. It always comes down to one bite. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. That's all you get. <laughs> okay, Dave. Right? That's it. Dave Portnoy always said it, man. Not, I mean, that's not what it is. Not trademarked at all. Right. No, but that's 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 what every barbecue competition is. And, For sure. And, it's one bite, but he didn't take one bite. He takes like ten bites, right. and it keeps saying right. one bite. Right. Right. He's full of shit. Yeah, he is full of shit. But I'm just saying that it is literally one bite. It, you get one entry into the box, and when you come out, you can't touch the box again. Somebody else to mm-hmm. you just move it down. Boom, there it is. Got my food. It's it's, it's true. It's true. Well, all the talk of food is really getting me kind of parched a little bit. So no. maybe we can just transition into the grabbing the brisket. Beer review. Let's go. All right. What we got. Uh, it's a secret. It's in the cooler right by you. Yes, okay. If you could just grab those for us, that'd be I got that. super I got fantastic. This. Yeah. Hey, next time we do this, um, I'm not going to be grabbing beer. I'm just going to let you know. That's a lie. Like, um, this is, we'll have it it's on It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No. We, we'll bring an ice bucket. and like some. All right. So today's uh, beer review is brought to you by our friends over there at Martin House Brewery in Fort Worth, Texas. <laughs> Go figure. They should just sponsor the show at this point. Look, first of all, why is Martin House not sponsoring this show? Like we gotta be. I know we're not their biggest supporters. No, we are. But we're we're probably their biggest like, like. We're keeping them in business. Like low for key, sure. like low key, yeah. <laughs> shitty podcast. Shug and, and yeah. John over there. I know. Uh, awesome guys. And this one is uh, this is actually one we brought back with us. So this is one when we were up there, we brought this back with us. This is their peanut butter golden stout, which ooh, I had a little mm. slur in there, a little stout. You say golden uh, stout? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Words are hard. But uh, this is one that I know I've had before because every time I walk into their tap room, I see it up there, and I'm like. I'm going to start with the peanut butter golden stout because I love their... So you've had it already? Yeah, I've definitely had this. I'm, I'm, I haven't I, had it out of a can. I've only had it on tap, but I'm, I'm excited to drink it again. My first time. Uh, it, like usual with Martin House, uh, I, the, the artwork, the cans, uh, they, they do a phenomenal job. And, and the one thing about Martin House is they put out 100-plus different beers a year. Mm-hmm. Is that a bluebird or a, a blue jay or what is that? It's like a blue jay. Is that a peanut in his mouth? Is that what that it's is? It's a rock. A pebble. Rock? I don't know what that is. Maybe it's peanut. Yeah, it's a peanut. Peanut butter. Um, yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, these guys, these guys know stuff. They mm-hmm. they put it out there. They, uh, they they create more different beers than any other brewery I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, man, like they're like the mad scientist of... Uh, We've said it a hundred times. Uh, yeah, yep. so, so, again, Martin House, can you just freaking... Sponsor us? <laughs> throw us a damn bone or something? <laughs> Shit, dude. 8% alcohol by volume... Uh, and it smells like, like heaven. It smells like, like choosy moms choose Jeff. Yeah, choosy moms choose Jeff. 
uh, made in Texas by Texans, 8% alcohol by volume. Uh, and it's, uh, it, it didn't really have anything on. I, usually, I like the stories they put on there. They don't put anything on here. They, they got over it. Okay. I kind of wish I had a jelly beer to go with it because that would be. What is it? Like a peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I've had a jelly beer. Okay. Jelly, no? Okay. Oh. Sweet. Yeah. Gotcha. hmm I'll jump off. I'll be the first one to give this beer review. Would you please? It's, okay. Well, can you just give me a second, it, man? Let me just digest it. No, uh, you, yeah. Go do ahead. You, do you? Yeah. Um, it's good. I mean, the, the the peanut butter flavor is is pretty on spot. I, I don't know what they use to brew it because I know they're just mad scientists and they, they go to the the warehouse I'm, to they put peanut butter in for sure. You think we yeah. use in like uh, the the. Anyways, I won't get into it, but um, you think they use that powder peanut butter? Have you seen that shit? Yeah, yeah. Like the like, PB PB two or whatever they call it. Have you seen I, that? I know what you're talking about. It's like a powdered peanut butter. You just mix it with water and it turns yeah, into yeah. peanut butter. Yeah, like like people put it in like their um, protein shakes and shit. I used to, I used to have it all the time. It's it's really good. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Um, is it just, it, it's can, can we, is it powdered peanuts? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it tastes exactly like no, peanut butter, but it's powder. It's probably imitation. I got I no, no, no. I don't. Okay, I'm gonna bring some. We're gonna do this. It's yeah. gonna be a thing. Make our own go ahead. Well, yeah, we'll move on. Um, it, dude, it's delicious. I mean, I, I t- I'm t- typically not on board with the peanut butter beers. I just I don't know for some reason it's this one doesn't have chocolate. It does not, yeah. So it, you're just getting straight, just kind of that peanut butter flavor, that stout, and it, it's smooth. Mm. I, I have no problems with this. It, I'm not going to probably buy this, like, all the time, or I, I may not buy it again just because maybe I'll bring the one, or uh, when I'm at the tap room, I'll get one of those. But, man, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm just going to go straight in, just, just like 7.5. Okay. the worst score in the world. It's the well, worst score. At least he gave a decimal yeah. this time. Like, you – you have the whole wind up. The whole wind up was mm-hmm. great, and your delivery Dude, was a ball. It could have been. You know what I mean? It could have been I over just, much sooner, but there was too many interruptions. Seven point five is seven. It means five. it means it's very good. It, yeah. It's it's a great beer. Yeah, yeah. Good well, no, he said he said very good. He didn't say great. Uh, let me ask you this: What is your favorite kind of peanut butter? Reese's Pieces. <laughs> That's not a peanut butter, Reese's and it doesn't even taste like peanut butter. It tastes Reese's like Pieces peanut not butter flavored pe- garbage. Yeah, okay. They, they make a peanut butter. Just saying, yeah. Do well, they really? Yeah, I've never seen that shit. So I, I like the one at the store that you, you, it crushes and makes grind yourself. It You're cr- so fucking bougie. Okay. I am. Forget but it's it. So good, dude. Oh my God. Nobody can afford Jeff. That. It's Jeff. It's Nobody. Can. It Jeff is no, the right answer not. we were looking for, folks. It uh, is. It's not Peter Pan. But is it's it, not is whatever. It, so does Jeff make a crunchy? Yeah. Do you like the crunchy or the, are you? I like smooth? both. I you, we usually buy smooth because that's what the kids eat. But I like the crunchy. I like crunchy. Yeah. I'm a crunchy guy. I'm down for crunchy. Yeah. No peanut butter. Hey, you ever make a peanut butter sandwich? Just peanut butter? You ever do it? Like just peanut butter? I can't understand. Like yes, <laughs> nothing else but peanut butter and bread. Is that what you're saying right now? Yeah, I don't have. No, else I've to, never been that broke that I didn't I have jelly. I, I always put jelly. What I don't know how else. What is to, wrong with you? First of all, I don't know how else to say you ever had a peanut butter sandwich, <laughs> and, and only describe what it is. Uh, but it's. But listen, you don't do two two slices of toast. You do one uh-huh. one slice of bread. Peanut butter on top, mm-hmm. open face, eat it. It's delicious. Okay, that's just called toast with peanut butter on it. It's not toast. It's bread. You don't toast it? No. Okay. No, I haven't. Okay. Well, you're, you're missing out. Uh, can, I, can I go real quick? I'd love that. Okay. This is an 11.11. <laughs> this, is, this is the, this is, this is a nine, a nine two. Nine two. Nine two. This Oof. beer is so good. It's so drinkable. Like, and it's 8%. 
It's eight mm-hmm. percent. This little yeah. can is as much as bottle of wines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one and done. This is like a a pre gamer, and then you're like, oh, I'm good. One and done. <laughs> I, I don't need Two more. And through. To, I don't need more today. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Two and through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John, this do is, you have any more rhymes for us? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Three and now I gotta go pee. Yep. There it is. <laughs> uh, this uh, is good. I like this it too. Is phenomenal, man. Like, it's very good. Take a big drink. Okay. Then take a small drink. Talk me right into it. Yeah. James, <laughs> he's he was starting to got hives over there. He's like, it's seven point something. I don't know what to think about it. I'm allergic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is super good. Yeah, you're right. It's super smooth and eight percent. Like that's eight so percent. It's it tastes like no alcohol. My kids would love this. This is a morning beer. Yeah, I'm gonna go. You you wake up. You have this before breakfast. You're on the money. It's nine point two. This is a good. This is nine point two. This is really good. That's what I'm talking about. I drink this every day. Let's go multiple times on Sunday. That's what I'm saying. Uh, It's delicious. Like when you're driving to work, you're driving your kids to school, and you're like, "Hey, look, just I know you didn't have breakfast this morning. Just have a swig. You'll be all right. Right? Pour this thing of Cheerios. Yeah, it's fine. We do not (laughs) condone that. Yeah, barely. We barely. Kids drinking, not not cool. No, uh, but drinking and driving on the way to school to work is acceptable. I think. No, on the way home maybe, but not on the way. Well, how are you going to set the tone for the day? That's accurate. He's got a point, James. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I think that's yeah. what we've got for the grab and the brisket. There it is. Beer review. Dude, mm. it, it sounds really good. Uh, it's better when we have, like, other people <laughs> that, like, I feel off a, and low. a little bit awkward. Yeah, we're like a – What do you call, like, a – hear it played back in the ear. Like, yeah. it's like that whole TikTok where, you're, like, you're singing out loud to a song. You yeah. think it sounds this way. Yeah. But then you hear yourself. It's right. like, that is terrible. <laughs> I've so damn we're funny. We're too far gone. We can't go back. So, I'll tell you something really funny. Um, you, know, you know how, like, tone deaf is a thing? Like, mm-hmm. when I'm singing in my car – you sound fantastic. I am the best effing singer there is, right? So one day I'm driving and I uh, I I exit. I'm exiting uh, uh, Pearland Parkway, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm exiting and I'm coming up to the light and I'm in my head. This song was on, and so I took my phone out and I hit the record <laughs> button, bro. And I sung this song, right? And as I'm singing, I killed the music. Oh, don't do that hey, to yourself. <laughs> I killed the music and let it go for like. Six seconds, and then I ended it, right? <laughs> it was so bad. It was the worst. I was Once I heard it, I was like, that's what I sound like. <laughs> I'll never sing again. Holy shit. And then now we're like, hey, go karaoke. I'm like, dude, <laughs> no, you don't want me going up there. Bro, I heard myself. Not good. When you heard on, on a recording like that. No, yeah, no, I get it. It's eye-opening. I've heard you, know you I mean? sing no, you on our recordings you multiple times. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's and bad. you're going to do it again here in a second because we're, we're going to slide into our barbecue fail. Yeah. Is that okay? Can we do this? Let's do it. Okay. This is from um, Chad Boyd. He sent in an email for us, and I printed it extra large font so that I could read it even if I'm there. It is. been drinking. Good for you. Uh, one of my biggest barbecue fails was at a family reunion. I was put in charge of the whole hog and was ready to impress everyone with my talent. So I proceeded to prepare the hog with what I thought was my special recipe dry rub and cooked it for 11 hours. Everyone was arriving and eagerly awaiting the delicious pork feast. So when the hop, no, when the hog was fully cooked, I proceeded to start dishing out portions, waiting for my praise, only be only to be presented with awful faces of people spitting out the meat. 
Uh, it seems instead of my special recipe dry rub, I had accidentally grabbed the straight cayenne pepper and seasoned the hog with that. Oh, my God. Uh, needless to say, the whole hog was not a hit, but my uh, homemade iced tea suddenly became a crowd favorite. There LOL. It there it is. Hey, is it Chad? Uh, yeah, Chad. <clears throat> Chad. 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 <laughs> you know what you just won? You just won Sing some. Sing it. Suckabusters, suckabusters. Everybody wants some suckabusters. Dude, congratulations. If I had to pick it up from them, chicks that smoke. But also, don't don't sleep on it. They have like 30 or 40 different yeah, rubs. They have, they a, have ton of rubs. a tremendous amount of rubs. Yes. Order one. And I need feedback. Give us some feedback on the rubs that y'all are getting. Because we want to see like, hey, do you, do you like what you're getting? Is this, you know, give us feedback on what's happening. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, yes. Give us a shout yes. back. And more importantly, you are in the running for our end of the year giveaway, uh, which we've just recently realized or learned that Smoker Builder is going to be a sponsor for that too. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a badass giveaway. We don't know what Frank. it is yet, but Frank, Frank's going to, he's going to yeah. hook it up and it's going to be badass. So It is. Hey, so can we talk about them for like, Frank for a second? Whatever I, you want, like, man. This is your platform. I am so impressed. Engineer. I am so yeah. impressed uh, and, and, and have been. From the moment I met the guy, I was I was impressed with him then. I've been impressed with his, and I've, I follow, I've, I've, I follow his work. Um, like, Obviously, you know, this collaboration we're doing is not because that, you know, we're like hunting down like, hey, who wants to whatever. This is something like we're, we're invested in, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and he is amazing. How much thought, how so much, much energy, energy too. Uh, how smart he is, how long he's been in the game. This guy is a wealth of knowledge. Uh, he's definitely a resource and mm-hmm. he's passionate about it. And that's what matters. Like he is yeah. so passionate about about what he's doing, but also about the whole industry. And when you're around somebody like that, it's infectious. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I can't tell you how excited I am just to be partnered and and, and just have this whole relationship uh, with him. So yeah, and if you were obviously if you've made it this far, you were listening. But the the new segment, Frank knows what's wrong with it. You guys sending your questions for him because he's going to answer them on the show. That's right. Uh, he knows all about smokers, all about smokers, all about... Frank knows. Yeah, he knows hey, about lots hey, of so shit. So if you have a question... Hey, my smoker's not running in. this way. My smoker, right. hey, give us the dimensions. Give us what you're working with. My smoker's not running this way. I, I put too much... Right. Running too know, hot. It's too smoky. It's too this. It's too that. What's, yeah. what's the deal? I, I can't maintain can the temperature. It. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. So Frank knows. Uh, so this is each week, right? So yep. yeah, send in, send in questions, whatever else, uh, because this guy... If if he doesn't know, you're gonna spend five hours on the phone with him until he dives into it. He will it. figure that shit out. He's I'm like, oh, you right now, exactly. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh shit, I'm just a bad cook. Yes. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yes. Uh, uh, so if you do have questions, you yeah. can you can reach out to us at info at grabhemandthebrisket.com. That's our email. Or you can head to our website, uh, grabthebrisket.com. There's links all over the place there. Any of our social media, of course, you can reach out to us there. We can get. Get your questions to them, or at our hotline that is four three four eight two nine two two nine nine. Leave your questions for Frank there, and also leave us your barbecue wins and your barbecue fail stories, or any questions you have for us. We want to get you in the running for all the giveaways that we're doing. We have a shit ton of giveaways going on between now and the end of the year, and we want you to we want you to win. So we want somebody to win. Yeah. Hey, we, I kind of so, want to win myself, to be honest with nah, you. Yeah. You're not winning. You've already won. All right, you've won so much. <laughs> you've actually, won so much. Yeah, we, we're we're good. Uh, but I'm not going to lie. I, when I started looking at every single thing that was going out, I started looking so at the good. stuff that I have and I'm like, I don't have that. Mm. Well, I don't have that. 
Damn, I don't have Girl, that. I'm excited about every single thing that we have yeah. have going out. It's it's pretty badass. We're giving away a Grabman brisket backpack. I don't even have one of those. That's going to be freaking cool. Yeah. I don't know. You'd be the coolest kid at school. I'm just saying. I'm just putting that out there right now. There it is. Cheers. Well, before we, before we put this thing to bed, uh, can I go ahead and just tease a little bit? Go ahead and check out next week's episode. We have the Netflix barbecue uh, superstar, uh, mm-hmm. the one that won the barbecue, what was the barbecue show? showdown? Barbecue showdown. That's uh, right. Should we say the name? I nope. mean, there's probably a lot of people out there that hasn't haven't watched it, seen that. Go you check can say it, it out now. Yeah, no, you can say, say it. it. Yeah, this is a this is your warning. If you're still working your way through that series, earmuff. Yeah, plug your ears for about two seconds. Thyron, yeah, well, Thyron's sure. gonna be on the show. Badass. Uh, yeah, it is gonna be badass. That is awesome, dude. Everybody, hey, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, thank you for listening, and I just want to say it's been awesome talking barbecue with you. Boom. Peace. Let's go. Later. As we close out, big thanks to SmokerBuilder.com and the MBBQA for their unwavering support. Absolutely, and cheers to Barbecue News Magazine, Suckle Busters, and Dow Strong Knives for their contributions. And you know Yeti always has our back, and Cooling Nation ensures our drinks stay perfectly cold. Lastly, props to Cambro Manufacturing and, of course, a spicy nut to Chicks of Smoke Seasoning. Thanks to all for powering this show. Until next time, keep smoking.